0: chills. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories.
1: chills, everybody. We are really excited to have this episode's guest, Seamus
2: Millar. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Yeah. And I'm glad that this is an audio podcast because I asked Meg earlier, I was like, can I look like crap for this? Because, uh... (laughs) That's all I looked like in the quarantine. <laughs> There's no other option. I wore a, I wore a dress shirt once. It was for an interview that I didn't get. So anyway, that's that's been the past five months. I put on a nice shirt once.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say dress shirt, no pants.
0: Yeah, that's it's, that's the it's interview been it is. gym
2: shorts the whole time. To, uh-huh. it's, it's it's pretty gross. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, so uh, you know, I, I don't. How do you guys feel about ghosts? Where do you come down on ghosts? Pro. But I mean, like, are you believers in ghosts? Or are you just kind of ambivalent?
1: I'm a believer. I want to see one for myself, but I also think that there's several kinds of ghosts.
2: Probably if, I mean, if they exist, there's probably, they're probably just as varied as human beings, but, um, I, I don't know if I really believe in ghosts, but I may or may not have had a ghost experience. So that's that's how I'm, I'm going to tell it from that perspective of like, take what you will from this. But mm-hmm. uh, where do I start with this? A couple years ago, I think it was 2012, it was a real rough time for me, right? My, my girlfriend broke up with me and then the next week my grandfather died and then like all this other shit happened and it was all like one after the other, boom, boom, boom. And uh, it, was, it was a pretty rough, uh, pretty rough time. I went to my—so my mom and dad have been divorced since I was a kid. So I remember I went—I was living with my mom, and I went to my dad's house for, like, a weekend. And she told me that while I was gone, she saw somebody go into my room, right? Uh And there was, like, nobody else in the house. The house was formatted so, like, her her room was at the end of the hall— then it would be my room next to that. And then there's a bathroom at the end of the hall. And that's it. That's all there is on the, fir- the second floor. And she saw she saw somebody walk into my room to the point where she got out of bed, went in there, and was like, hello? And she she called out her dad's name because she thought it was her dad because her dad had just died like a week ago. So she was going through something. Uh-huh. Right? It, that story always cracked me up because when she told me that, um, she got really mad at me for that because she was like, he doesn't have unfinished business with you. He has unfinished business with me. I was like, can you just-? <laughs> let the ghost fucking <laughs> pick out where he wants to go. <laughs> Don't put that on the ghost. All right. <laughs> and, and yeah, so like, so that was kind of weird. Uh, and I, you know, I always kind of feel weird in my mom's house, even today. Like when I go, it, it's all, it's one of those things of like, yeah, you ever go someplace and you just like get goosebumps, you know what I mean? And you, you kind of like uh-huh. feel like the hair on your neck kind of stand up. I get that vibe when I go to my mom's house still. And it could just be because my mom, you know, <laughs> she just lets things break and then just leaves them broken. So it is like a haunted house. But uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was always weird stuff. I remember even as a kid, there was stuff where I would like ask my mom, like, um, I-, I remember the first time I stayed alone, home alone, I was probably like eight or nine. And she was like, are you ready to stay uh, home alone? Is that going to be okay? And I was like, yeah, sure, go ahead. And I remember I was sitting there watching TV and then I heard something go, Seamus. And I was like, all right, fuck that. and i I went and i sat on the stoop until she came home from groceries and i was just like everything was fine everything was great but there was like a lot of weird stuff like that and 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 so um uh i'm 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 kind of uh i have a history of meditating a lot you know and i've uh, you know into spirituality and all this sort of stuff Mm -hmm. um and uh i had a habit of meditating uh in the shower um like, I would sit down in the shower and meditate, which, you know, kind of weird, but whatever. It, it felt like you were getting rained on. It was nice. It's like sitting in the rain. I remember um, one time I was sitting there and I was meditating and it was going pretty, well, not it wasn't going well, but it was like a deep meditation. Like, I had been there for like a, a little while. And I remember I felt this hand on the back of my head, like like an open hand, like kind of like go through my hair a little bit. And I was mm. like, well, you know what? 'Cause I I meditated a lot and like weird stuff will happen when you meditate, like mm-hmm. weird stuff occasionally. So I was like, Oh well that's you know, that's pretty weird, but uh I might wrap this up. <laughs> like I might <laughs> <laughs> I might I might call this one quits. <laughs> and and that was that. I just kinda left it at that. And then when I first started dating my girlfriend, I was still living at my mom's and she came and stayed one night. And she said that she woke up in the middle of the night and there was like a shadow figure standing at the foot of the bed. No. And she she says like oh I might have been half asleep or whatever. Or whatever. All these things are kind of adding up, and I'm like, well, what the hell's going on here? Why is all this weird shit happening in my room? And I remember that when I was a kid, my mom told me that there was an there was an old man that lived there, an old man and woman that lived there before us. The old man at one point had gotten stuck in the tub, right? as a kid i just always assumed oh yeah he was stuck there for like a couple days and then they got him out but he was stuck there for like a week and i was like what happened to that dude she's like oh he died in the tub and then we moved in like a week later and i was like
3: (laughs) i was like what the fuck (laughs) i
2: found this out at like 20 25 26 (laughs) i was like oh i just thought that man made it out safely but um so and, and it's one of those really old tubs too it's one of the ones with the uh the feet, I don't know Mm. what they're called, but the the claw feet tub. Yeah. It's like, cause the, the house is pretty old and it's got some weird old stuff in it. And Oh, the other thing that I didn't know either is that a lot of the furniture that my mom kept in the house was just already there. Like we have a big, uh, a big, uh, what's the word, What's the stuff you put coats in? Like (laughs) Um, a wardrobe. A wardrobe. Yes, that's what. (laughs) Yeah. So there is a big. I was like, what is that? Like an outside closet? uh, (laughs)
0: An outside closet. (laughs) So, so a lot
2: of the stuff that we have belonged to them too, and I was like, well, what the hell? And I I forget how I found out. I think I was just asking my mom, like, what was their deal? And apparently, uh, it was an old man and an old woman, and the old woman had dementia. So she would stay in my mom's room and then he would sleep in what was my bedroom. Uh-huh. So he didn't scare his wife. And so I'm like, you know, I, I'm not saying this is what it is, but I'm like, Oh, well that would make perfect sense. Why there's something going into my room and standing at the foot of the bed and touching me in the tub where they died.
3: So like, again, I,
2: I, I don't know what the, the reality of it is. And I, I would kind of hope that, you know, if ghosts are real, you would move on after 20 years or so. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that's the tub story. The tub man story. Tub man. <laughs> Take it Always. or leave it. <laughs> 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 yeah. I, it's kind of weird. And like, every time I'm in there now, I think like, man, Somebody actually died in here. That's pretty pretty wild. I don't mean
0: to keep yeah. laughing. I just keep thinking, we drove Seamus and I went up to Skunk Fest, and it was uh, I'm sorry to interrupt your story. No, go please. It was the longest, longest drive ever. And you told that that story. And then Kevin <laughs> Hoofy, who is one of the funniest dudes ever, shout out Kevin Hoofy. Made, like right after it just
3: started, <laughs> started singing, I'm in the tub, I'm in the tub. <laughs> like I'm, my, for I'm in the tub for days. in tub for days. Yikes! Whoa, you don't uh, think it's yeah. funny? Are we terrible people? It's a, oh my no. god, real
0: sin. I'm sorry. I just no, I would have also laughed too in the moment. I'm just also imagining Kevin Hoofy like singing. I'm in the tub for days. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, you know what's
2: funny is also um, there's a there's a, a bartender at Grape Room. Shout out Derek, Derek if you guys ever go to Grape Room for you know when. Grape Room comes back,
3: uh, but he
2: he actually lived like two doors up from me, which I didn't know until I started going to Grape Room. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, I remember when they brought him out." And I was like, "Was he okay?" And he was like,
3: "He was dead. <laughs> he was very very much dead." <laughs> like, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but I mean,
2: whatever, man. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a believer in in, in reincarnation. Uh, so the the fact that he would still be hanging around kind of upsets me. But uh,
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, man. He'll be. He'll figure it out. I gotta cleanse the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do a seance. <laughs>
0: Make sure to get the outside closet.
2: <laughs> I mean, it never. It never felt like anything bad. Like I mean, like I've never gotten any bad vibes in there. It's just all. I've all. It's the feeling of somebody watching you, not necessarily yeah. in a malevolent way, but it is like sometimes when I'm in that house, I it, it gets a little creepy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have so many questions about this, but I want to hear your other story. We're going to talk well, about this. Yeah, please, back. please. No, okay. we're coming back. You go ahead.
3: All right. So uh,
2: the other story, I was just, I was telling Meg the other day. I haven't really actually, I, I was kind of keeping this story like close to the ch- chest for a while because it is kind of weird. But um, 2017, I went to a meditation retreat. I guess that's like the simplest way to kind of kind of refer to it. It was kind of like, um, there's this guy, guru. He's like a, you know, a guru. He's... Hindu dude. Not, maybe not Hindu. He doesn't really, he's like, ah, I'm not anything. You know, I've listened to a bunch of his, his readings. I, I, or, Read a bunch of his readings, listened to a bunch of his talks. And I'd been meditating a lot. And I was like, all right, there's this, there's this, I took a class an online class and they were like, Hey, if you want to like complete this class, you can come to this. You don't have to, but you know, whatever. And my buddy lived in Florida and I was like, Oh, it's a good time to go visit him. We'll both go to this thing. Um, so we went to Tampa, Tampa, first of all, the worst city ever. So <laughs> fucking boring. Uh, but uh, we went, it was like a giant convention center that we, that it was in. And it was like two or three days and the first day he was just talking, but then he's like starting to describe like what the schedule of events is going to look like going forward for the weekend. And uh, he was like, we're going to do this one meditation practice that I'm going to like initiate you guys into. And he was like, has anyone ever heard of like the occult? <laughs> and some people were like, uh, yeah. And he was like, okay, so the occult, It the word occult kind of comes from like, you know, the, the meaning has kind of been lost now. People kind of look at it as like an entirely negative thing these days where it's, it's, it's not necessarily, he, it's just a, he said it was like a quick way to kind of get something done, but there is like a price to pay if you go through occult means, cause you're like kind of breaking the rules a little bit, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so he basically said, he's like, I worked for like 20 years on this one practice and I'm going to, I've been taking the occult stuff out of this practice so that you can just kind of get the benefits from it and not suffer the, the negative co- potential consequences.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: he, he compared it to like putting something up on a shelf for a kid where he's like, you know, you can take it down and give it to the kid if you want, but also like it, the kid it's going to be out of their reach. So they're not going to be able to hurt themselves basically. Mm-hmm. And um, so he's like, all right, we're going to do this meditation practice. Uh, you might hear, see, uh, feel, experience really weird stuff. Just ignore it. It's totally normal. And he also was like, if you came with anybody, you have to separate. You have to be, like, on opposite sides of the room.
3: Mm-hmm. So
2: me and my friend, we were like, all right, see you later. We're going to go do this. And uh, we're sitting there, and he starts doing this thing. And it's, he's, like, rubbing his hands together and, like, kind of, like, making this, like, whistling noise with his mouth. And it felt very weird. It felt, like, uh, it felt like there was, like, static electricity in the air, if that makes any sense. It was kind of weird, kind of hard to describe. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he, do- he starts doing this chant. And I'm meditating and I just hear people like, Ah, ah, like screaming like monsters like yes like there's like there's like ah, like shit like that like all over and it's in this big convention center room so it's like kind of reverberating and I'm and the whole time I'm freaking out I was just like oh god what the hell am I doing here (laughs) like (laughs) what did I get myself into what is this like what what is happening right now this is so bizarre Uh and I was like all right he he said there was gonna be weird stuff so just kind of push through it and see what happens so then there's like 15 minutes of this going on, people screaming and stuff. And then he's like, okay, open your eyes, you know? And he's like, okay, <laughs> lunch break. So, <laughs> so, we <had> to go, <laughs> so we had to go from that to lunch. And he was like, we prepared like a small meal for you guys. Like th- these things work best on an empty stomach, but here's a small meal. And my friend and I reconvened and we're just like, what the fuck was that? And we were like talking pretty loudly to the point where this lady behind us was like, Oh, well, I'll tell you guys what you're missing out on. Um, it's a buildup of energy, and the energy has to get released somehow. So sometimes it comes out as people screaming or crying or blah, 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 blah. And we were like, yeah, all right, whatever, sure. Um, so then we go back in after lunch, and he's like, he comes, the guy comes back out and he goes, hey, so great job. Um, that was like 98% complete. Like I pretty much got everybody in the room, but there was some weird stuff that happened. So we, we, unfortunately we have to do this again. We're going to do it again. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, so same thing happens. We sit by ourselves, we sit, you know, alone, separate. And it happens again, people fucking screaming all over the place. And then the second time though, and this is a little, I don't know. It's a little personal. But I'll tell you guys. Whatever. I, t- I told you, Meg. But it, it is kind of personal because people are going to hear this and be like, "You're fucking crazy." I'm going to be like, "This is a real thing that happened." Everyone it started says to that happen to me on this podcast. It started.
0: Yeah. yeah everyone says
2: it. So it started to happen to me a little mm-hmm. bit, but it didn't come out as screaming. It it felt like I was sitting there and I was listening to all these people scream, and it felt like a buildup. Like it felt like it was rising up through my body, but it was. Uh, a very familiar frustration that I felt since I was before I, I I have like very base memories of like sitting in a high chair and trying to push magnets of opposing poles together and being really fucking frustrated and being like I fucking hate this not fucking again like as a <laughs> kid being like I hate this I hate yeah. this I hate fucking everything and it is that exact frustration I was like oh it's this it's this it's this it's this. and it came up and instead of coming out as screaming, it came out as like laughter. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
2: And, and, and I was talking to Meg about this the other day. And I was like, that is where my humor comes from. <laughs> A place of extreme frustration <laughs> and anger. Like that's really what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, um, and my friend was sitting close enough to me that he actually heard me this time. And we talked about it. And I was just like, I don't really know what that was and the whole thing is like it's the same with the ghost stories with me where i'm like so skeptical of this stuff where i'm just sort of like i can't really say what that was but that thing happened mm,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. so
2: that's that story
0: yeah
1: thanks seamus yeah. yeah oh my gosh i'm so excited to talk about so many things i really two pages of
0: notes I wrote
1: all these notes.
3: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so
0: you, you start. You start, Alyssa.
1: No, I want you to start, Meg, because I honestly, I have a list we're going to go through. <laughs>
0: okay, one second. Uh, I think the first thing that I really liked was uh, just let ghosts choose who to who to go see. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> can you imagine, like, they can only pick one, and, like, your mom's dad is like, Seamus.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right?
0: <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, I just thought that was the thought of, like, ghosts being able to go see, like, whoever. Like, I never thought they had a choice. I thought that was just, like, they were just guided to whoever they're supposed to see. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah,
2: I, I see, yeah, I don't... But I, That was mostly my mom's own insecurities. My grandfather, for some reason... Uh, my mom's one of ten, and... So he had a ton of grandkids and a ton of kids. Mm. But for some reason, I was the only person he ever showed any of his, like, war story stuff to because he was in Korea. Uh He had, like, this photo album that appeared one day. Oh, no. And and he also was, like, talking to me at friendlies one time. And, like, everyone would get really mad at me because they were jealous of the fact that he was telling me this stuff. Meanwhile, I was just like, maybe I'm the only one that listens to this guy. You guys just shut him down. Like, I don't know. It was this whole thing (laughs) of, like, can you let the ghosts do his <laughs> thing please but now we know
0: it's probably just tub guy
2: it's probably not even my grandfather yeah. it's probably tub guy yeah
0: yeah um i love the idea that like the tub
1: guy or whatever the ghost is i have this like a vision of like the ghost comes back and he's just like this fucking guy's in my bed he just stands there he's just like <laughs> <gasps> where am i gonna sleep <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah that's awesome I also love that, like, you've never, ever been scared of ghosts. Like, I feel like as a kid, I was always afraid of ghosts. And you're just like, oh, ah, I'm just going to sit on the stoop. Or like, ah, it's time to get out of the tub.
2: Well, what else are you going to do? I was scared. I left the house. I, I think <laughs> yeah. I, I, there was there's another time I saw a hand, just a hand. And I couldn't tell if it was my mom just being downstairs, not wanting me to know that she was awake or if it was, like, oh, a weird... Oh,
3: no. Goat.
2: But I was, like, a little kid. I'm talking about, like, uh-huh. before I could read. These are, like, pre you know, literate memories.
0: That's so scary. That is such a scary classic kid thing to see. Wait, how
1: did you see a hand that was downstairs?
2: When you look out from my room, there's like uh, you can see the stairs. Cause it's like just the bathroom and then the stairs go down.
3: Mm-hmm. And
2: there's like a little railing thing where you could kind of put your hand in between the, ah. the pillars there. So I, I'm pretty sure that was just my mom. But then when I asked her about it, she denied it for some reason. Which
3: what? again, <laughs> could just be my mom being weird. So
2: who
0: knows? <laughs> Oh my God. I, yeah, I love that. I, uh, talking about your mom being weird, I love the phrase she just lets things break and leaves them, <laughs> leaves them out.
2: Oh, yeah. It's Monster House. That's how it happens. <laughs> she created it. She
0: created it. It might not, not even be <laughs> a tough guy. They're just like, hey, look at this broken ass house. I want to live here. <laughs> Damn, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Was that too I- mean? I'm sorry. No, know. no, you're right. I feel,
2: I feel bad. So I'm going too hard. But I also told her, I also told her for years, I've been like offering to pay pay for some like to fix to renovate parts of her house mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. like what little money i have <laughs> and i've been like oh we'll fix it and then like she didn't she like refused it for years and then covid happened and now she's just stuck in a broken no. house <laughs> no,
3: that's a bummer.
2: That's all right she's got company apparently but uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: don't feel bad meg as like a as me i'm like um I'm like one head injury away from being a full-blown hoarder, so that's why I'm just like ah, mm-hmm. too real. One
0: right? Head injury. Like.
2: Yeah, my mom was a teacher for thirty years, and she still has all her like school stuff. And I'm like, all yeah. right, you're not going to need these crates anymore unless you meet a rogue group of thirty second graders. <laughs> like, you're
3: not going to throw it out.
1: It. So, in 2012, you were in your 20s. I'm guessing or your teens. I was
2: 21. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, got it. I was trying to like gauge like what age you were too, because I was just like, uh, "You're 21. That ghost is going in there to find weed." <laughs> like, yeah. I don't, like,
2: you know, what's crazy. I actually, uh, I I was kind of weird. I didn't smoke or drink or do any fun stuff until I was 21. So. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what kicked it off? A bad breakup. I was like, "Time to be a substance guy."
3: That's <laughs> what <laughs> did it for me too.
0: I was like, "Prom night, baby. Bad breakup. Let's get drunk. Time to drink." Yeah, <laughs> and it was totally worth it. Just chugging butterscotch, butterscotch, the butterscotch schnapps.
2: I think my first drink was a Smirnoff Ice, and it was like oh. it's like one percent, and I drank. I took a sip, and I was like, "Oh, I can feel it." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. Cut to like five years later where I'm like
2: down in five citywides in fifteen minutes and everyone's like, Seamus has a problem. And I'm like, I'm going
0: up. And then doing I'm going yeah, and then doing a set, just being yeah. like, Oh, what did I say? <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Hell yeah. I love I fucking love that meditation story too. I think I know you're kind of shy about it, but like I, I totally get, you know, when you're like in a group of people like that, it's very easy to just like collectively just match the emotion kind of fills the room, the energy's there no matter what. But it's still interesting that you're just like laughing your ass off and Alyssa we're sort of talking about this with Nate but like it almost sounds like he was doing chaos magic the way he was like I'm gonna do all this stuff but I'm gonna take all the bad out of it you know what I mean because the whole premise of chaos magic is like oh you can try to do magic but it's never gonna be the way you plan
1: yeah I don't know if you've watched Hellier I'm a big fan Nate and I are gonna have a big conversation but the season two like is a long initiation that like the People are like, they find themselves in the middle of like, they think somebody is like initiating them into something and they do a ritual. And it was really super interesting. So like there were elements that you described that I was like, oh, that Mm -hmm. sounds like a lot of the steps for that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah, so it's just really interesting to hear Someone yeah. like talk about like how they remake it for their own like purposes. I've been during quarantine. Uh, Meg can tell you I've been getting into witchcraft. I'm just like, I'm going to learn about paganism, witchcraft. I don't like know anything really about it. And it's been super interesting. Um, So there's like elements of that that I'm like, oh, like I've been doing more meditation stuff. Have you tried astral projecting?
2: I th- No, I haven't. I, I've tried doing <laughs> lucid dreaming, which I feel like is is similar. And mm-hmm. it's like a beginner step. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I've lucid dreamed on my own just randomly um, for like a long time, but I've started doing meditations. And then I was, one day I was just like, I'm inside, I'm bored, fuck it. I'm just going to do an astral projection meditation. It was a different physical sensation, but I'm huh. not like a long-term practitioner of meditating, but yeah. um, I enjoyed it. Like it was interesting and it was just like a different meditation experience, which was cool. It's funny that you talk about like you were so surprised that your reaction is laughter because um, I'm one of the people who I'm very ticklish especially if I'm like tense or in pain Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and laughter is also like a pain response which is like really interesting that like people talk about so it's interesting that like that was your reaction because I I wouldn't be surprised if that was a reaction that I had also to pain Mm -hmm. (laughs) like what the fuck like yeah like yeah yeah
2: yeah I think I think that was like something I I kind of I I I knew uh on like a a a level that like an unconscious level because I feel like I've known that for a long time of like laughing at things that make me very upset like Uh when I get really upset it comes out as like well what the fuck it's all just a big cosmic fucking
3: joke isn't it (laughs) and and
2: and then like (laughs) that's kind of how it felt where I was just so frustrated because I was like why I, I was mad at the same time too because I was like, why am I why am I here? Why are these people screaming? I don't know if I'm getting anything out of it. Like what the hell is happening? Like am I doing something wrong? Mm. Like fuck, I came all the way to Tampa to have some crazy lady scream at me in the bed. It was just like it came <laughs> yeah. out as like
3: this. <laughs> yeah. Like, <it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I like that your memory was like as a child being like Fuck these magnets. Dude,
2: I remember that. I was in my old my grandma's house. I remember I was sitting in a high chair and they put like magnets. It's it's weird because I have a lot of like weird memories from when I was like that age Mm -hmm. that I I was like, it's the same thing as I am now. It just I didn't have words to express it at the time. Does that make any sense? Like it was (laughs) was funny. It's the exact same thing where I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why would you give these to me and they can't. Go together like they flip off each. It, it sucked. Oh god! <laughs> Keep me away from a fridge. <laughs> I go crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like it's interesting. So I'm guessing the the lady with dementia was taken out of the house like shortly after the person, her caretaker, or did she go first?
2: I think I think she went first, uh, and then okay. he fell in the tub, and there was nobody there. I think. Oh man! And he was just in that tub for a minute.
1: Yeah. And then you yeah. had all their furniture.
2: And then my mom just kept some of the furniture. And then his their son showed up and was like trying to get back into the house. At one point, my mom was like, "Can't come back in here."
0: Oh yeah. but God!
2: I don't know. Maybe he left something because my mom had all their stuff.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, I Damn. left some weed in that one bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Damn. So you've never tried to acknowledge like openly, like tr- just like. Put your skepticism aside and try to openly acknowledge like the tub man or whatever energies in the house.
2: Well like actively like say like hello or like what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Like Yeah, I- I be-
1: like hello, like if anything's here, like you can chill here, that's fine. Just like leave me alone or like whatever.
2: Mm, no, I uh I I don't know. I just feel like I don't want to invite anything in. If that is the case, like I'm kind of, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to ghosts. Mm-hmm. But on the off chance that they're real,
3: yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I'm like,
2: I don't want to fucking yeah, let them go. Plus, the other thing is like, I, I, I don't know. I'm I, my 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 house also has like a lot of really weird like like religious stuff in it too because my my great aunt was like very very religious, so she she like got this picture that's supposed to protect me in the room mm. and all that stuff mm-hmm. and you uh-huh. know i don't know it's it's there's a lot of weird hoodoo stuff going on with my family
1: yeah with reincarnation do you think like even though he's been there for a while like what are your thoughts on reincarnation let's go deep let's go there okay
2: yes i would love to talk to you about spirituality i feel like yeah. if i not to say that i have any kind of expertise but i i feel like i could i could talk about this for a while yeah with reincarnation, I think it's so. So the, the way I see everything, kind of, I look at th- through the lens of. Um, uh, it's going to sound really New Agey, but it's kind of like everybody is the same thing experiencing itself through, through different variables, essentially. So everybody's the same. Energy, if you want to call it whatever, God, whatever, being like, I'm a chair now. And you're like, like whoa, look at that chair. But like the chair's God, the carpet's God, mm-hmm. I'm God. you know. And, and But the thing is, we're like working out our individual like ego structures through uh, sig- different births and, and different ways of just like, there's weird shit we just kind of have to work out. And then at the end, I think maybe it's, a, I don't even know what the end is. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But as far as like reincarnation goes, it, it seems to me, it seems possible to me That if you are very adamant that you are real and that your life is real when you die and it becomes very apparent that it is not real, I think it is possible for you to be like, no, it is real. And I'm going to fucking like you uh, like unconsciously get stuck.
3: Because, uh-huh.
2: because it's almost like I, I read a book about it actually over, over quarantine called uh, "Death and Inside Story." It's actually by Sadhguru. I would highly recommend if you're interested, check that out. But he kind of he he talks about like leaving the body essentially and how it's like the 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 purpose not the purpose of a body but like the one of the main strong points of having a body is being able to make conscious decisions but that as soon as you're gone that conscious decision making process goes away yeah. and so you just kind of go towards whatever you're inclined to go towards so mm. it's kind of like a like a gaseous cloud where it's almost like you can get he, he kind of says like you could get stuck in some really bad shit because you're not actually driving the car at that point you're just kind of uh. like floating downstream you know what i mean got it um so i think it's possible for people to get and i also don't know how time works when that that shit happens either because it could be like a thing of like he may just think he just died you know mm. yeah but it's been
0: mm-hmm.
2: 20 fucking years Damn. yeah so who the hell knows
0: that's wild it's interesting because like i
1: think of when we were talking at the beginning like with ghosts i think that there's like energies that have the potential to replay themselves they just get stuck mm. so like seeing a hand could just be like yeah a memory. Like mm-hmm. a What's that called? There's,
2: there's a term for that, right? There's a type of ghost, right? The, uh, uh, um, damn it, it's not. I know in what my you're talking about, I think,
1: but I can't remember it either yeah. now that you're saying yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I think there's that part of it, but it does sound like there was like some kind of consciousness. I mean, with the shadow person potentially, although. Mm-hmm. Shadow people I feel like can be another category because I don't know if your girlfriend also sees shadow people otherwise.
2: She's had some uh some weird experiences, but um I think she's just as skeptical as me. She actually she grew up in Lancaster and Ooh. um I don't know if you're familiar with the uh the what the hell are those? The Paxton boys? No. Those damn Paxton boys. Um they basically they were this group of like jerk-offs that like murdered this fucking like murder this entire tribe of native americans and like my girlfriend lives like she lives like up the road from the river where they were all massacred so like she's had she's had some she's heard some weird shit at night but she's also like i was a kid
1: yeah yeah Yeah. that's crazy like i'm 100 on board to believe other people's stories and like their perspectives where they come from my personal thing is like i'm kind of like you where i'm just like I can believe, but also like, maybe it's not, but probably not, but maybe there's a chance. And so that is one of the things that feels challenging about like some of these things with like reincarnation. I know that a lot of the stuff that I've heard over the years, people often talk about like how there's, or some of the things that stick out in my memory are people talk about there's a time gap. Usually like Che, uh, Che's episode, he talked about, um, how he thinks he is like a reincarnation potentially of somebody like famous. Mm. I did too, too.
0: Just so Shay's not thrown under the bus, I do too. <laughs> you yeah. know, Shay. Yeah. Or oh, like yeah. How like there's a connection. Adolf
2: Hitler, right? He,
3: yeah, that's it. <laughs> 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 We're
1: going to South <laughs> Philly drinking a Moth Marfet- uh, <laughs> He's doing great. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would, I mean, I don't know how you feel about, I know you watched um, Ghost Adventures. I feel like you oh, would yeah. like, you might like Hellier. I think everyone okay. might like Hellier. I hated
0: Hellier, FYI. But season
1: two, though, definitely I lots of like initiation two. stuff and. I need to see season you
2: spell two. That? How do you spell that?
1: H-E-L-L. So the first season, the guys like get this like note about goblins in Kentucky and they're like, is it UFOs? Is it all these things? Mm -hmm. And they start researching it. But then they filmed season two and they released it within a year. So it was like a really quick turnaround. Mm -hmm. And they did like they started getting like more things. And it's like a little bit of everything. It's like government conspiracies, um, occult stuff aliens like it's all that stuff but the initiation part was like super interesting for the occult and then also there's like elements that were just interesting to hear about and they do a lot of like talking about folklore and like old beliefs and stuff
0: like that so i need to catch season two because i feel like season two will turn it around for me i didn't like season one but I, got
1: I you. mean, you'll watch it eventually when we do our like hell <laughs> your <Yeah. like, dead laughs> episode. We're you Nate back to do a hell your deep dive. So if you get into it or if you have like strong
0: feelings, let yeah. us know. We'll let bring you know. into yeah. like debate. Right. I'll yeah, check yeah. it out. Yeah, you should also listen to the Chai episode because he got he got wild with reincarnation. That was yeah, like his memories whole, of being born. Yeah. Like,
1: did we tell you? And what? like yeah. the English language upon birth, which is not I think the that's possible. Before. I mean,
2: I, I I do remember like I I. I've had a lot of like anxieties and fears and also like stuff that for me felt like it was, I mean, it could just be my parents fucking me up, but it felt like it was like something that I was like, oh, this is a holdover from last time. Yeah. And I remember like the, was specifically with the magnet stuff, I remember that moment having this fucking feeling of I remember my, one of my earliest memories is me going, what the fuck did I do wrong? Why am I doing this again?
3: Why are oh, we going wow. through?
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, and wow. not in like a, not in like a, like a, oh, this is the same exact life kind of shit, but just like, God, I'm motherfucker. I'm a baby again. <laughs> and I have to go through all this fucking shit.
0: Oh, it's stupid. That.
2: It's stupid.
0: <laughs> and that's when you were like, I'm going to not be a scientist. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So we got you into comedy.
2: Yeah. But I mean, the other problem is the the thing that I'm afraid of is like, I have a lot of beliefs now about like certain things, but like, it's always better to know than it is to believe, you Uh, know, because like the thing is, if I have, if I have a belief in something, if I believe something is true and then other evidence shows up, that's like, actually, this is what it is. Uh It's going to be way harder for me to let go of my belief than to just like accept like the truth immediately you know what I mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like so it's like I just I'd like to know as opposed to just being like that's the thing with ghosts it's like and like also reincarnation and all that stuff I I feel like a fool talking about any of this because it's like what experiential knowledge do I actually have about any of this Mm
3: -hmm. not
2: not enough to be to to say like for for like be like this is real Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like
0: yeah no one knows
2: the brain is crazy that's all
0: i know <laughs> you have a lot of experiential knowledge with that right i do yeah i feel like you're a pretty
1: open person um well, thank you like we've talked about like spirituality and stuff just a couple times but like where it does seem like you're like these are kind of what i think now like this is sort of what i believe but like you seem like if you got different information you'd be open to like thinking about it you know what i mean like or like considering it
2: yeah. Like, cause, cause the thing is like, I, I have no idea. Well, my other thing is like, I also think like um, people get confused sometimes. Cause I have a lot of Christian imagery around my house and people are like, Oh, I didn't know you were religious. And I'm like, I'm all about, I love Jesus, but I <laughs> also recognize that like, there's a bunch of Jesus's there's mm-hmm. a bunch of like, like the whole thing. My, again, my belief is that uh, you can sort of dissolve the ego enough while you're alive where you sort of, kind of become like a universal consciousness. It sounds so stupid coming out of my mouth, but it's it's but like I'm I think so like,
0: with that, we've That's, talked yeah. about this yeah. many times. <laughs> so. It's like
2: killing yourself while you're alive. Yeah. Like yeah. without getting rid of the body. Yeah. Like you kill the idea of, of what you are because you're actually nothing. And then once yeah. you're nothing, you're kind of everything. You know what? And you're able to pull from what is actual truth you know what's
0: yeah. wild i've started getting into this this thought and this theory and now like the whole idea of a un like a universal consciousness so like everybody's connected so anytime i read about like an extra fucked up thing or i hear about a cult or i hear about like this extra shitty serial killer that we send back up to the universal consciousness i'm like oh that's gonna fuck us all up for a while isn't it you know what i mean now <laughs> i can't stop thinking about how like once they go back in they're like they have to be repaired. Basically, it's like uploading a virus. Yeah, like I can't stop thinking about it.
2: So I'm am a big fan of uh, Ramdas too, who just died like this year. Mm. But um, and like when I when I did shrooms, like some weird stuff happened too. But it's like a it's like a um, there's this poem he shared at one point where he's talking about like you know it's a poem I forget it might be by Rumi or something, but he's talking about like how you are the person you are the the little girl who got captured and raped by pirates and thrown into the ocean right. that's you mm-hmm. but you're also the pirate <laughs> and you're all like you're you're everybody you're yeah, everything uh-huh. and you're just kind of like it's 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 like um like suffering isn't i mean it sucks
3: but it's <laughs> like it's like
2: it's like a good thing uh-huh. it's a good thing because uh-huh. you of know it. change only comes from pain uh-huh. if you were just fucking blissed out all the time what yeah. would be the point yeah that's what I think happens is I think once everybody, I think, I don't know if there is an end point, whatever the fuck, but it's like a thing of like, I, I feel like the universe is just, it's a thing of like, all right, I'm go- Everything's God. Everything's fine. Everything's perfect. And then God's like, well, that's fucking boring. Let me create these dreams where, oh, maybe I could fucking die or suffer. <laughs> Bad things can happen to me. And then once I, I, I don't know. Just as a theory, maybe when enough people realize, like, "Hey, this is all bullshit. We're all the same fucking thing." It's like, "Oh, we're we're gonna start this game again." Oh, and shit. Big bang happens. Everybody starts over again. You know. Wow. And, and... Respawn. Yeah. yeah exactly. Because yeah. Because you know.
0: That's bliss a wild.
2: Forever bang. would probably be infinitely boring, right? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. You gotta
2: spice it up. <laughs>
1: if you had okay two questions did you get a chance to listen to that hardcore zen book i sent you
3: i have not yet okay i haven't Uh, though
1: if you okay cool let me know what your thoughts are afterwards because that was the first book that i revisited about meditating that i was like oh like maybe there's something to this that's like slightly different like Mm -hmm. um but if you had to recommend like a starting point book for people to like get into meditating or um some of the stuff that you're into like can you make a recommendation? Yeah. Or a absolutely. recent recommendation other than um the death book an inside job.
2: Yeah. I think I think it's death and inside inside story I think. Inside story. Yeah, yeah, I think. It's 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 a it's like for people who are going to die basically. But yes. um which is everybody. Yeah. I would highly recommend. So my whole spiritual thing probably started with like Alan Watts. And I really like Alan Watts. Everybody knows Al Watts now. He's all over the place, uh, but he is a good starting place. And then I, I would recommend everybody listen to Experiments <laughs> in Truth by Ram mm-hmm. It's an it, it, get the audiobook. I know he has other writings and stuff, but like listening to him talk, it's 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 like a seven hour audiobook, But like I've probably listened to it like no joke, like more than ten times. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that that's that's where I would uh, that's where I would go.
1: Nice. Hell yeah. I just watch a lot of like witch videos on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, my sources are a little bit less like, <laughs> researched, even though there's lots of like, touch points for a lot of these things that like you're talking about that I'm thinking of. Oh, I remember now with Hellier, there's a lot of like ego death is like a mm. huge theme in the second mm. season. That's also why I think it's
2: worth it. So I think that's, I think that's mostly what it is. I mean, it's mostly like, I, I remember I, I, I meditated at one point and I got to the point where I was able to sort of um, detach myself from everything I wasn't. So mm. like I was uh-huh. laying, I, I, I watched this one video a couple times and then I like went upstairs and I was laying on my bed and I was like, Going through all the things that I'm not, because it was an idea of like, for instance, like I'm not a stand-up comedian. I do stand-up comedy. It's not uh-huh. who I am. Mm-hmm. It's a it's like a external thing that kind of exists like on the shell of my personality, if that makes any sense. Like it's really important to me. I love doing it, but it's not who I am. In the same right. way that there's a lot of other things that like race, gender, uh, you know, belief systems, all these things are not actually who you are. They're just sort of like pieces. There's like a there's mm-hmm. like a thing that's constantly watching beyond all that stuff and um I had this experience where I was like distancing myself it only lasted for a little bit I came back down you know whatever the hell but it was this fucking I was like laying there and then like the walls started to move in the same way they did when I was like actually on some kind of hallucinogen which I Mm -hmm. wasn't at the time and I was like oh this is just like when I'm tripping on shrooms and then mm-hmm. I got up and looked in the mirror, and I was like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Like it was this whole thing where it was like, but everything felt easier, and just everything went smoothly because I wasn't getting in my own way. I was just being. I I, I used to live across from this park, and I came outside, and I was like, "Damn, I live across from this park. How the fuck have I never seen it look like this before? This is insane." Yeah. And and I think that there's like a. Like, the mind is really the thing that, like, ruins everything for everybody all the time. Like, it's – because, you you, you know, we're all convinced that we're the ones thinking the thoughts. Mm -hmm. But if you, like, get still enough, it starts to become apparent that they're just kind of popping up. And you can Uh just kind of fucking – you could kind of blow that fuse, you know uh, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so fucking frustrating because I know that's a fucking thing. And I and now, now I'm trying to get back there with all this other these other ideas of how I got there in the first place. Mm. And it's fucking, <laughs> you know, I'm stuck being a person and it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Thanks
1: for sharing all this. This is that really was oh, That was yeah, really man.
3: good.
2: Let me ask you guys something. Whatever happened to predictability? There must be some magic clues inside these gentle walls. Sometimes you get a feeling like you need some kind of change. I don't get any of those references. But each week on Talking Sid, Silas P. and a guest do a deep dive and raise up the sitcoms that raised us. Did Mr. Belvedere really sit on his balls? Why do people call him Uncle Joey when he wasn't related to the Tanners? And does anyone else remember Head of the Class? Find out each week on Talking Sit with Silas B.
1: Do you want to switch gears and do the story, Meg?
0: Yes, it has nothing... Well, it kind of does, because it's about, like, ghosts, so... It's all the same, but um, okay. Cause we're all nothing and everything. Yeah, we're nothing and everything there at the same time. And it's about those <laughs> that are like stuck in the in purgatory, I guess, like on this plane. So it kind of accidentally works perfectly. I want to talk to you guys about paranormal entity, Willow the Wisp. Okay. Have you heard about it? Oh, that's
2: that's Jeff Hardy's signature move. He does the Willow the Wisp. What he is He jumps Jeff off Hardy? the top rope. He's the wrestler.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the shirt guy, you are talking about the shirt guy?
2: Well, they all have shirts. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, well, what do you guys think it is before I continue?
3: I have no idea. No idea?
0: Is, I,
1: it's hard for me to think if the will is like the the want, like the desire... So I don't, I have no idea, It's honestly. so
2: weird, the name. I feel like this is going to be like some fey folk stuff. It's going to be like fairies.
0: It is, like, it is very folk. <laughs> don't
2: eat the fairy food. Yeah. <laughs> it
3: is very
0: folk-taly, and um, I actually discovered it. So I'm always looking for new stuff for this because I research, you know, you want to make sure you're researching something cool. And I discovered it by watching my favorite Disney show, So Weird. Do you guys remember that show? Oh no. damn it. Okay.
1: I remember, like, the title card, but I don't remember what the show was about.
0: That's fair. It was like this really insane show about this little, like this girl who's like on a tour bus with Molly Phillips. It's her daughter. And she sees all this paranormal stuff and she runs a website. It's very nineties. If you like cheesing. It's on Disney plus Plus, baby. So go check it out. Um, So weird. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's what it's called. So weird. Okay, so Willow the Wisp. As described by Wikipedia, it's an atmospheric ghost, um, ghost light that's been, that is seen by travelers, especially over bogs, swamps, or marshes. So it's like that little shiny light that you like you see when you're lost in the woods and then you try to walk towards it and it seems to like get farther away. But then it stops when you stop and it like follows you. That's like kind of what it is.
2: I was going to say, have you guys ever talked about the Ohio frogmen on here? No,
0: <laughs> uh, we have to talk about you that. They're definitely <laughs> so <we're> aliens. <laughs> I have a very strong <laughs> we, on
2: the On the... On the road to uh, Cleveland, we were looking up, like, cryptids of every state, and in Ohio, it's just these, like,
0: frogmen. I men. know what the frogmen <laughs> are. <laughs> I'm very <laughs> well versed on the frogman. Yeah, so Willow the wisps are primarily English, Irish, and Scottish folklore. According to an article from Monsters.com, just titled Willow the Wisp, it's believed that following them can bring you treasure, sort of like like an easier-to-deal-with leprechaun. The more common belief is that they are just ghosts in purgatory, unable to enter heaven or hell. Um, So sometimes they'll wander earth, just giving mortals a hard time. There's many folk tales that stem from the belief that will-o'-wisps are people in purgatory. Another name for them are jack-o'-lanterns. So I'm just going to get into the story of how those got created. Nice. According to history.com, there was a super stingy man named Stingy Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off to a good start. We're off to a good start. And he invites the devil to have a drink with him. True to his name, Stingy Jack didn't want to pay for his drink. So he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin that Jack could use to buy their drink. Once the devil did so, Jack decided to keep the money and put it into his pocket next to a silver cross, which prevented the devil from changing back into his original form. Which is wild, because like, how's the devil so easy to trick? Damn, right.
3: What? A, <laughs> yeah. Also,
2: like, you you have that's what you do. You trick him into big money, <laughs> yeah. and then you <laughs> keep the money. What yeah. like a fucking stingy asshole! I know. What are you gonna do? <laughs>
0: So then Jack eventually freed the devil under the condition that he wouldn't bother him for a year. Um, And that should Jack
3: die. Why? Why (laughs) only (laughs) a year?
0: He's starting slow. He's starting low. Just one year and then you can bother me all you want. The fuck? Maybe you thought he'd forget about him or something. but yeah he said one year and that should jack die he would not the devil wouldn't claim his soul the next year jack again tricked the devil who's a big fucking idiot in the story apparently (laughs) he tricked the devil into climbing into a tree to pick a piece of fruit while he was up the tree jack carved the sign of the cross into the tree's bark so the devil could not come down um he made the devil promise not to bother him for 10 more years Ooh! (laughs) Ten more years. He was
2: like, "I really fucked up last time." I went
0: way (laughs) too low. I don't have many more tricks up my sleeve. I want ten years. Soon after Jack died, and as the legend goes, God would not allow such an unsavory figure into heaven. The devil, upset by the trick Jack had played on him, and keeping his word not to claim his soul, would not allow Jack into hell. He sent Jack off into the dark night with only a burning coal to light his way. Jack put the coal into a carved out turnip and has been roaming earth with with it ever since. (laughs) So the Irish began to refer to this ghostly figure as Jack of the Lantern and then simply Jack-O-Lantern.
2: Damn. And then we changed it. We were like, we're not gonna use turnips, (laughs) that
0: sucks. Turnips are actually (laughs) pretty hard to carve when you try. So that's (laughs) that's too pumpkins, they're easier. Isn't that a fun story? I never knew where Jack o' Lanterns came from, so I was like, oh, That goddamn. is fun. Yeah, yeah that's cool. That's I goddamn. love folklore like that. That's super fun. Me too. It's like so Catholic, too. Like it's so Irish. I was like, oh, I could hear my family <laughs> telling me this. Like, don't be a dick <laughs> to the devil, or you won't get to go to heaven either. <laughs> don't
2: don't be don't be stingy, but also drink.
0: Yeah. I love the
3: story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just, I don't know. I love that the devil could be so petty. It, whenever you hear like folklore stories, the devil doesn't seem like some super evil being. It just sounds—he just sounds like a petty bitch. You know what I mean? He's like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs>
2: that's how he tricks <laughs> you.
0: That's how he actually gets your soul.
2: That's his trick, Meg. Yeah. right?
0: Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah.
2: We just, we just rewatched. Uh, sort of, kind of unrelated, but uh, we just rewatched Rosemary's Baby today.
0: Oh, and that Movie is is, that? I
2: don't know if you ever seen that highly recommend it i don't it.
0: think i've
1: seen Fucking, it
2: what? dude it's on amazon prime go watch it
1: damn it's a classic
2: it's a classic I've watched it in a
1: long time
2: there was stuff i, I haven't watched in a long time either and then like watching it this time there's all this stuff i didn't notice from the other times where it was like oh wow so this is like holy shit you know i
0: watched um texas chainsaw massacre today i've never seen that it's pretty good anyway The original one? Rosemary's, yeah, from the 70s. I thought it was going to be like way gory, but it's not. It's super suspenseful and fun. So, would recommend totally. I have even more fun for you guys So Sure I, I'm, I feel like whenever Alyssa does a story She sounds cool And like she's just telling a story And then whenever I do it I sound like I'm doing like a book report <laughs> And I don't know how to sound cooler I just like I'm like I love all this information So I'm just
3: Yeah there's
2: a couple of times I was going to tell you to sound it out But uh, no.
3: <laughs> I do I was Popcorn Yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I was struggling
0: It's crazy I thought I knew how to say unsavory But it turns out I don't <laughs> cool so while researching like the will-o'-wisp i found there were different versions of this folktale. tale um in japan they have the onibi which is just like another paranormal ball of light um what makes them cool is the little ghost lights are believed to be like the spirits of humans and animal and they've just they were just so resentful of humans in their life that they became fire in their death that's like the whole premise <laughs> they just hated people so much they were like Fuck oh, yeah. you. I can get down with that. Yeah. <laughs> and with this creature, if this if the human gets too close, they will just suck the spirit right out of them. Where does that spirit go? <laughs> I guess you become one of them. I don't know. Isn't that crazy?
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> look- Holy shit.
0: Yeah, don't <laughs> walk towards these ones. Only the Irish ones. <laughs> a lot of mixed signals from these little balls of light. Okay, so there's a lot of, like, different types of onibi. I would recommend Googling because there's like a whole list of like different ones. But per Wikipedia, I decided to tell you guys my favorite. There's the Aso Bibi, which translates to play fire. And it appears below the cas- uh, below a castle and above the sea in Kochi. I just think it's cool that it's like a little fire. And then there's the Sogenbi, which is in Kyoto. And it was stated to be a monk who once stole from the Jizoto in Mibu de era um, and he received the buddhist punishment to become an onibi and what's cool about this one is that the anguished face of the priest would float inside the fire oh, isn't that wow. crazy <laughs> can you imagine it's like a tiny burning bush yeah <laughs> just like a little i don't even picture him being scary i just see like a fire and then just like a little frowny man you know just like very angry (laughs) just like um i think about have you guys ever seen the movie haunted mansion not a long time with eddie murphy yeah Yeah. another shout out yeah this is like i haven't seen that in a long time i think of the little ball head that he carries around
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> that eddie murphy classic <laughs>
0: film at yeah. mansion his best if you ask me so <laughs> and then there's one more of these that i think is really cool the hidama uh which is so funny because it it is said to live in the kitchen behind the charcoal extinguisher but it's said to become a bird-like shape and fly around and just make things catch on fire in your kitchen
2: whoa
0: isn't that weird aren't that so fun
2: the Japanese have so many cool spirits. I man. know
0: their spirits are like the Irish were just like Pokemon. It's a ball of light. <laughs> yeah, all the Pokemon.
2: Well, a lot of the inspiration came from like weird. That's why all the all the Christians in America were like, you can't read Harry Potter and you can't play Pokemon because oh. the the Japan they're all Japanese demons. I thought
0: it was like a battle thing. I thought they just didn't want us like fighting.
2: No, it's because they're based off of like a lot of them are loosely based off of like Japanese spirits and shit.
0: Really, it like. Isn't, um, there's like
1: a bunch of religions and like cultural practices in Japan that believe in animism, right? Where like everything has a soul or something. Is it animism mm. where everything has a soul?
2: I don't know. That's it's not, not a- my territory.
1: I know that from the life-changing magic of tidying up. <laughs> 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 I know that. But, um, yeah, that's like, I think that's one of the things where like lots of things have souls, um, and, and objects specifically. So, mm. Yeah. Interesting. What's fascinating to me is like now with science and time, we know about like bioluminescence in nature, mm-hmm. right? Like the algae that glows. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I've seen like pictures I've never seen in real life, but if I saw water glowing, I'd be like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. So it's interesting to think about like what those could be, like if there was a scientific explanation. I do right? actually
0: like, it's funny. I that you set me up so perfectly. There is a scientific explanation, um, partially. It's that the there's like little pockets of gas in the marsh, and uh, it ends up igniting, causing the little blue flames So it's just like an extra gassy part. Swamp gas.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just that's what they blamed all the UFO sightings on. Swamp gas. They just say it's gas. swamp
0: gas, and that's why like it, you see this stuff less often because, um, they're getting rid of that stuff. Yeah. But I do have an excerpt for how that can't be the case. From that article that was just titled Will-O-Wisp, so it's kind of hard to refer to, there was uh, an author, J.G. Owens, who wrote Journal of American Folklore. His response to scientists claiming the -the Will-O-Wisp lights are just pockets of gas was this. This is a name that is sometimes applied to a phenomenon, perhaps more frequently called jack-o'-lantern or the -the Will-O-Wisp. It seems to be a ball of fire varying in size from that of a candle flame to that of a man's head. It is generally observed in damp, marshy places moving to to and fro, but it has been known to stand perfectly still and send off scintillations. As you approach it, it will move, keeping just beyond your reach. If you retire, it will follow you. That these fireballs do occur and that they will repeat your motion seems to be established, but no satisfactory explanation has yet been offered that I've heard. Those who are less superstitious say that it is the ignition of the gases rising from the marsh, but how a light produced from burning gas could have the form described and move as described, advancing as you advance, receding as you recede, and at other times remaining stationary without having any visible connection with the earth is not clear to me. Mm. So basically, it's like, yeah, it could be swamp gas, but like this, these lights that people are seeing seem to be like sentient. Like they're not just popping up. They're kind of following you.
2: Orbs, man. Yeah. Watch Ghost Adventures, <laughs> the orbs that show up.
0: That's what we call them here in America. Orbs. They're yeah. the same. They're all the same. So that's my Will-O-Wisp Information. I thought it was so cool. I was like, damn, because I mean, I listen. All I do is watch paranormal stuff, listen to paranormal stuff. And no one's ever covered these little guys, which I thought was weird. And normally when that happens, that means it's super fake. And like you Google some stuff and you're like, damn, this was made up in the 70s for no reason. But this one has like a lot of good history and a lot of fun reads if you want to look more into it. And I didn't know about it. I had no idea they existed. Nice. Yeah. I just had a fucked up thought. What? We should devise
1: some, like, paranormal things now that we can, like, implant into the year 2020. So yeah. that, like, 40 years <laughs> from now, people are just like, oh,
3: fuck. <laughs>
1: yes oh my god i love that <laughs> like just a long-term con of like sucking with people just We should like, do stuff that well, doesn't make sense yeah, yeah. Well, that's mm-hmm.
2: that's how i feel uh isn't that kind of how like slender man was like that's they created exactly it as it like a like as like, they created it to be like let's make this fake thing but then like that girl stabbed her friend or whatever and it's like yeah. oh shit this thing has real world consequences yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I think that there's something to be said. Like, I know some people talk about like the concept of um, slender man as a tulpa, but also just like mass hysteria and stuff. Just like you can just create that, and now because of communication, it's so it's easy. more widespread. Yeah, it's so know?
0: easy to do. Tulpas are cool. I would love for us to do an episode on tulpas. Um, yeah, they're like little they, spirits. They creep me out. Yeah, that you create on your own.
2: Yeah. yeah like that that buddhist monk who had the guy like following him up the up the mountain or whatever have you ever heard that story no, what's yeah. that story yeah do you know what i'm talking about
1: i've heard of it yeah
2: yeah he had like a they're like who's this weird servant guy you have and he's like don't worry about it and it's <laughs> like some, some duty dreamed up
0: yeah. um, well we talked about this Alyssa. that's like the lady i think her topa. um she got fired from like 15 schools in like a year because people like she be out teaching but she'd be thinking about gardening and all of the kids would look outside and see her in the garden and it was Mm -hmm. like her projecting herself yeah oh creepy yeah it's weird anyway i mean yeah there's a bunch of different things and a lot
1: of them intersect with that Mm -hmm. um it's really just interesting because the mind also like is it real or is it not real like if i believe it enough like is it real Mm -hmm. right like yeah totally uh i mean that's kind of the idea too with like viral content you can like you know yeah you can
2: make it, it, it. A it, yeah. it, it a thing it becomes real it becomes real yeah damn i've also heard i've also heard anecdotal stories of like crowds at sports uh, arenas and stuff like uh like a- as a group focusing their energy on a person and like something bad happening <laughs> to them yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've never like, heard I, of that, but yeah. I love it. If it's like I, I've heard stories of like if it's coordinated enough, we can break this guy's leg. Oh, my like, God. You know, like, yeah,
3: yeah. Damn,
0: I'm just <laughs> petty enough to be like, let's ruin I'll <laughs> yeah, get together. Right. like have a party and just ruin someone's day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel like if you were to try that anywhere, you would want to try that in Philly yeah. because that would be like where the way <laughs> if it exists, it exists here. <laughs> yeah,
0: if it's been done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh if yeah, you want I'm bad vibes years. from
1: a place, yeah, Philadelphia yeah. is your home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the things, uh, so I'm, ta- Meg knows this, I'm taking a Reiki class starting oh, cool. on Saturday, on Sunday. And I'm like, you know, if you can like channel your energy to potentially like heal people, you can definitely channel your energy to fuck someone yeah. up. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's the other side of that coin for sure. All right, let's play a game. Today's game, I specifically picked Seamus because. I just love like teasing out scenarios with you because yeah. I feel like you, sometimes your logic is so surprising. So I want to
0: play <laughs> it's bad is what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> logic, yeah. I want to play like, wow, it's
2: so surprising that you think that. Way. <laughs> it's so surprising you think that's a good idea. And then you said
0: <laughs> it. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> we're playing would you rather. Woo! Okay. So we're doing oh, nice. I'll warm us up with a kickoff question um so my question is based off your stories would you rather be stuck in a tub dying for seven days or stuck in (laughs) Seamus's mom's house during quarantine (laughs) 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 oh my god
3: oh man you
2: know what
1: I was gonna say in purgatory, you're
2: multiple so I'll funny. take the tub. The tub? <laughs> Maybe with the tub, I'll have some kind of chance of enlightenment. You know what I mean? Maybe I'll come to terms with life and death.
0: Hell no. I picked uh-huh. Seamus' mom's house. Why? My mom came
2: over for a couple
3: hours the other day, and so I was cute. like, this is too much.
0: <laughs> I just want her to tell me every Seamus story ever. When he when he hosted at Helium, she gave him a standing ovation. All by herself. (laughs) It was really cute. I'm not making fun of you, but that's why. I just think she's cute. I feel like she'd be fun to hang out with.
3: She's
0: a cool person. I love a fixer-upper. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would crush. It would give me a a ton of
1: projects to do. I'd be like, we're going to rearrange this. We're going to move this. Yeah. Yeah. So I would rather be in your mom's house during quarantine
0: because (laughs) I would
1: turn that place around. Yeah, you would
0: change her life. (laughs) You're the son she should have (laughs) had. (laughs) <laughs> is that too mean? Am I being too mean to you, Seamus? No, okay, you got it. No. Oh. All right. This is Seamus. You know that, right?
3: <laughs> Everybody, go fix my mom's house. <laughs> she won't let
2: me do it. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh Seamus, why don't you go next?
2: Okay, so I was trying to yeah, I was trying to keep it in the theme. I was thinking, um, would you rather be like abducted by aliens? Like they come at night and they take you away. Or possessed. So that like you just you wake up and you're like, what did I do? Oh my God.
1: I'm team aliens all the way. I want to be abducted Yeah. Even if it like fucks me up. Yeah. I'm team aliens. I just wanna I wanna know.
2: Know if they're there. Yeah, but I could also see that being like super, super disturbing. Like maybe you don't wanna know. Like mm. maybe it'd be better to just wake up and be like, damn, I had a cra- I missed time.
1: Right. I think like not knowing is gonna be worse for me than like having to come to terms with something traumatic
2: yeah you just wake up covered in blood
1: like, oh, yeah. yeah or just like not really sure of like my motives i'd much rather be like in the driver's seat and be like okay this is happening than then being like wait what happened and like feeling uncertain mm, yeah. that would drive me
0: crazy yeah i agree i think i'd want to be possessed i don't not possessed um beamed up by aliens uh because i you know I don't know. It'd be interesting. I keep getting this out on Facebook, and it's really weird. And it's like a, a UFO, and it says, "Get in the car, loser. We're doing butt stuff." And it's aliens.
2: It's an ad <laughs> for
0: a shirt for me to buy oh, 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 that oh. says, "Get in the car, loser. We're doing I was like,
2: butt stuff. What is this ad for, Meg?
0: And I'm like, <laughs> I showed it to Dan. I was like, "This is the weirdest, like, Mean Girls alien." But stuff crossover I've ever seen, and he's like, I don't know if it's necessarily Mean Girls, and I'm. You guys think it's Mean Girls, right? It's hundreds of Mean Girls. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, but I would still choose Aliens, but stuff or not. Um, you also
1: have to stop clicking on it, so it stops <laughs> up
0: I I might just buy. It.
1: I mean, you have to buy the shirt.
3: Yeah. It's a whole, <laughs> we'll it's a a whole, whole thing.
0: It. I just can't believe. Like, okay, it's kind of funny to look at, but then like, it's like you want me to wear it to people to for people to see. It's so weird. I just don't understand it, but I think it's the funny, it's every time it comes up, I think it's so funny. So I click on it and it just keeps showing up in my life.
1: Here's an example of like the difference in our personalities. Like the ads target you for that. And then my ads are all like um, yoga trapezes. And then also um, the the cookie jar that's an alien beaming thing. Nice. Like home that decor. sounds sweet.
0: I would much <laughs> yeah. prefer that than this weird ass shit. My ads
2: are always like, we know you're depressed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. man. Are you Jesus. <laughs> <sass>? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would you pick? Would you be possessed?
2: Uh you know what? I don't know. I actually I I feel like if it was like physical beings just using some weird science shit on me, I'd be more comfortable with that when other than like the reality of like, oh uh, fuck.
3: Ghosts are real. I
0: (laughs) want ghosts to be real, but not demons. Because I feel like demons possess more than ghosts, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're not team
1: demon here. We We are
0: are, Mm anti-demon.
1: Yeah. Ghosts I can deal with. Demons, I'm just like, this is too much. You're a bit.
2: The fun thing, though, that I always think, though, is if they do exist, that they are also just God, and they just are convinced that they're demons. Oh, my Like (laughs) I'm just saying, Buddha could fucking bypass those motherfuckers no problem. So, like, they're really nothing in the end.
0: (laughs) That's a good point. That's a great point. It's true. Well, I think that's one of the
1: things, too, with, like, people when they, like, really buy into, like, oh, we released something with a Ouija board, like, all this stuff. Like, the more you buy in, the more you feed something, the more Mm -hmm. power it has to exist or, like, Mm -hmm. affect you. Yeah, Yeah, totally.
2: I think you could probably bypass all this stuff if you were meditative enough. The problem is you can get tortured if you think you're a person who can get tortured. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
0: yeah, sure. Yeah. Cool. Meg. Yes. Your turn. Okay. Would you guys rather be haunted by the monk Onibi for the rest of your life, that creepy ball, fireball head, or would you rather have a tulpa with no control over it?
1: Go ahead, Seamus.
2: <laughs> mm, that is a <laughs> that is a good question. I know what immediately. What's that?
1: I know immediately. I'm, I want to hear what you say.
2: Oh, I don't know, man. I I feel like probably. Um Probably the monk, right? I probably want to talk to that guy, even though he's like a fucking jerk. Because uh, the, like the tulpa could mess up my house. <laughs> the tulpa could come and scare Last night, I thought I was getting burglared, man. That oh, shit was terrifying. God. So It was just my cat. My cat managed to knock over something that only a human could knock over. And I woke from a dream like, all right, time to kill somebody. Like that was, it was terrifying. So no tulpa for me. Thank you.
1: I mean, I think when you put, like, you have no control over, it. I think Slenderman's a great example of that, where you're just like, yeah, that person didn't want somebody to actually die because of Slenderman. I think, like, isn't the original source, like, it was a photo caption. It was a photo contest. It was a creepy yeah, photo they contest. they were making fake yeah. They monster. were just making yeah.
2: creepy yeah. monsters, yeah. And then this little girl who had, like, mental problems was like, you know what I'm going to do?
3: Stab my
0: It friends. got out of control. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just her there. It became, like, a whole forum where people started to believe it was real and the initiation to becoming immortal, and part yeah. of Slenderman was killing somebody. Yeah. So it so wasn't nice. just the photo. Yeah, it's still a problem. Like, I would keep my kids away from Slenderman forums.
2: Doesn't immortality seem like such a childish thing, you know, that you want? You want to live forever? Why? Not that at would suck. 13.
0: Can you imagine being immortal at 13? How terrible that would, would be? It would suck. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Thank you. Wait. Yeah. I mean, Hard maybe past. now. <laughs> Not
1: I mean, i'm immortal
0: in this coronavirus yeah. and the fact that like That's i right. live
1: lifetimes yes yeah, yeah time
2: means nothing now so it's just everything <laughs> is happening at all times
1: yeah yeah can you imagine how fun it would be okay so the other option was to be haunted by that fireball monk right yeah I would just be like at a party, be like, yo, look what I got. Like pull me yes. out of my bag and be like, look at this guy, or be like, let's go to the woods and see my friend. Like, see <laughs> yeah.
0: like I know it's supposed to be scary, but it's just so cute to me. Every time I think about it, it's like the cutest thing ever. Just a little little guy head.
1: That's like a good thing I could wrap my mind around. Here's the thing I don't understand. It's like a spirit, whatever, but it's like a physical thing or like a thing that you interact with here. Whereas like the like oh, I brought this thing that's, like, fully uncontrolled. That's why I don't want to have kids, right? Like, kids right. are the worst. <laughs> They're right. all tolpas. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kids are tolpas is hilarious, yeah. Um, I totally agree. I thought this was going to be, like, a harder question, but no fucking way do I want a Tolpa in my life. <laughs> like, yeah. I just want a cute little fireball head that I can be like, check this out, or, like, try to get it to do shots or whatever, you know? Like, can you drink? <laughs> like, what's your deal? <laughs>
2: I mean, if if I had control over it, that'd be one thing. If you can guarantee me control, there'd be a <laughs> tulpa, the tulpa of me. I'd be watching Below Deck with my girlfriend. <laughs> I'd be like, just watch this. Pretend you like it. It's a great show.
3: Evil. <laughs>
0: <laughs> then it'd be like, who's evil, Seamus or the Tulpa? Which one's the bad guy? <laughs> yeah, who's the good she- one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: It's one of those like classic standoffs where it's just like which one do you shoot? But Rachel just has two guns.
3: (laughs) It's like
1: like, goodbye. I'm starting
0: over.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she'd be like, which one do I kill? I'd be like, just go ahead. She'd be like, all right, you're (laughs) 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 shooting.
3: All right, last question.
1: (laughs) Last question. Okay. And I feel like you'll have a better perspective on this. If you had um let's say we start the site clean you've never meditated you've never done drugs would okay. you rather uh get high through the interactions and experiences you have meditating or would you rather do drugs but you can only pick one for your whole life it's like the one thing that you can do at any That's point a in tough your life.
2: question because because the thing is like i feel like drugs are just sort of um they just kind of show you what's possible and but like i think you can i think you can reach all the places you reach on drugs without taking drugs they're kind of shortcuts uh-huh. So I do feel like they are helpful in the sense that they show you a possibility that you could get through, through meditation, but you're not actually going to go the full distance yeah. if you're relying on a substance. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But like, that's not the knock drugs. Cause like, I feel like I'm like, damn, I have fucking right now in this quarantine, I could probably use some drugs, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think I would probably go with the meditation thing. Cause that, cause at the end of the day, like that's, you're making that yourself, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's why i I totally agree I would do meditation because I have no control over what the how the drug takes me, like I feel like with meditation, if it's a bad trip, you can be like, all right, I'm just going to go watch The Simpsons. That was a bad idea, but like with mushrooms, if it starts getting bad, you're like, well it's I have six more hours of this so yeah the
2: the, the the downside of that would also be sometimes you meditate and you don't get anything out of it, yeah you're like man i could really use a high right now because <laughs> yeah, shit sucks.
0: come Fucks. on yeah, let's get it like going like that's the other
2: al- alternative yeah, yeah. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. but i'm just perpetually sad so <laughs> 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 don't did you get sad Seamus? i'm sorry it was a joke <laughs> no i didn't get sad
2: i was gonna be like you should meditate but then every time i tell people to do that i feel like a fucking idiot so <laughs> No,
1: yeah, I love it. I mean, so I would meditate because already I like I'm somebody like with any kind of substance, I'm not that great with it. Like, I think mm-hmm. I might stop drinking because I don't drink that much. And so, on the rare occasions I do like have a beer or something, I'm just like, I hate this. Yeah. So, like, mm. I feel, so
3: that. I yeah, feel I like,
1: that. yeah, so I'm kind of just like, I think that would be fine for me. Mm-hmm. But have you heard or watched that documentary, Earthing? Mm-mm. No. Okay, so it's on YouTube for free. It's real weird. I've been doing it um, since the 21st of July. I'm trying 30 days of earthing. It's hard for me to like tell sometimes like what is like science that I should listen to and what is people's like ideas masquerading as science. Mm-hmm. There is something that make me think it could be worthwhile, but basically the idea is that um, like if, if humans and organisms are made of energy because we've lost connection to physically touching the earth, they're like, we're not grounding ourselves. Mm, um, yeah. maybe it's called grounding. I think it's called earthing though. So like one of the things is like, you can, um, help like rebalance like how much energy like you're exposed to or whatever, like you, if you touch the earth for periods of time, it can like help recharge true. you. Yeah, yeah. It's super I interesting. I really recommend it. And so I've been laying in the ground for 30 minutes every day since July 21st. I've been like doing a little vloggy thing just cause I, at the end I want to see like how I feel or whatever. And I can also tell, like, when I do it and I meditate versus, like, I do it and I listen to, like, a podcast. Like, both are fine. I feel better after both. But the phys- – and I'm, like, maybe it's just because I'm outside and I'm not doing anything. I'm just taking a break. Like, that's also good. But I think there's something to it. So, hmm. yeah. I'd recommend watching it if, like, since that's already your jam. That sounds cool. Like, yeah. yeah. I,
2: I like to rub dirt on my hands when, whenever possible. I know that sounds stupid, but uh, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. So, soil mm-hmm. – I mean, we're going to go. – we're all – popping up. You know what? People are like, all right, everything's like a coffee. It's like a hot cup of coffee. Uh Like the whole existence, right? And then people are little bubbles that pop up on the top of the coffee Uh and we go, Damn, I'm a bubble. I'm a bubble. <laughs> Damn, this is crazy. I'm a bubble, and they freak out because they're like, "I'm a bubble, but I'm not like this other bubble. I'm not as big as this other bubble. Oh, God, I'm on this side of the fucking coffee." And then the bubble pops, and you go, oh shit! Right, I'm coffee. Right? Yeah, right, <laughs> everything's coffee. Yeah.
0: Damn, that's, that's, a, that's great a great analogy. Crazy analogy. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, that was good. Nice says, nice, nice. hell yeah." I think so it's the like dirt's like, coffee,
2: man. Put your hand in the dirt. You'll be like, damn, that's actually what I am.
0: Oh, I'm Wow, Seamus. That's insane. Great. Seamus just has one flower pot. Yeah, just. Seriously, just sticking my hand in it. No, he's yeah. just
2: fingering the plants,
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> and the plants are like, help. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I feel that. Because I, I, I come from the country, and I was barefoot all summer every summer when i was a kid so now mm-hmm. when i go back home and i get to be barefoot like just in the grass it's like crazy how good it like feels to just be yeah. there and do that so no, i, I feel agree. it i totally think there's something to it more than just it's a mental thing
1: yeah even if it's just a mental thing i'm for it if it makes me oh, yeah. feel better Whatever actually i said hardcore zen was the first meditation book i got back into the whole reason i went down that path was because of 10 Percent happier and like that book, I'm just like, who cares where it comes from? If it makes me feel like a little bit better, I'm for it. Yeah,
2: so. 10% happier. Yeah, that's cool. True. Yeah, whatever works.
1: Have you read that one, Seamus?
2: No, I haven't. No.
1: Do you know about it? It's Dan. I think it's Dan Harris, the I was checking reporter.
2: To, no, I, I was checking to see, because I have this book over here and I thought it was what you're talking about, but this is a different book. This is Zen and the Art. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I've never read this yet. No,
1: Hardcore Zen is like a little, it's like um, a little different. Dan Harris wrote a book called 10% Happier. He basically had a nervous breakdown when he was anchoring ABC's morning show, um, on TV because he was doing drugs because he had PTSD from like reporting in Iraq, I think. And he like, then he did all this exploration and he talked to a bunch of like famous people about meditation because he, um, I think he does Zen meditation, but he, um, yeah, because like, and he basically says when people ask him, like all these people in his professional life were asking him, he's like, you know, I do it because it makes me about 10% happier. And I was like, it's so, to me, I'm just like, wow, like, actually, that thought was one of the reasons I started taking anxiety medicine, because I was like, if this makes my life 10% easier. Like, I deserve to yeah. like have that. Oh, so yeah. yeah. It's a great book. And for people, if you ever get a chance, it's a quick, easy read. Also, note, I have, to side note, it, I have out, it on but- my Kindle. So if you have a Kindle app, I can send it to you.
2: Yeah, I feel like uh this quarantine has made me sort of think in, in terms of uh like being ten percent happier to a certain extent because like you're kinda just trapped in your house with whoever and uh you're coming to terms with like how your actual system functions, you know, like right. how my brain works and, and when there's nothing going on and I, it's brought up a lot of stuff that I'm like, damn, that fucking sucks <laughs> yeah. and like I, I tried to be, I was like stone cold sober for, I did 90 days of meditation. Uh-huh. I didn't smoke or drink or do anything fun. <laughs> and I was like, cause, cause I, cause I, I do notice that if you drink or if you smoke weed or if you do any of these things, the meditation practice the next day is very different. Uh-huh. Um, and so I got kind of judgmental about it, totally dropped it. But I was like fucking, it was this weird thing where I was like, it was all fake almost. Cause I was doing this meditation practice, but I was fucking miserable the whole uh-huh. time. And so, like, mm-hmm. in the quarantine, I'm trying to give myself a chance of, like, hey, if you want to smoke weed, don't fucking don't be so judgmental about mm. it. Just fucking, oh. mm-hmm. you know, fucking relax. Oh, it's yeah. not a big yeah. deal. Mm-hmm. You'll be alright. Yeah.
3: That's
1: awesome. Nice. Oh, yeah. I think this was is, is great. Yeah. Do we want to talk about where people can follow you?
2: Sure. Yeah. Come follow me. Uh, I haven't, you know what? That's the other thing about the quarantine is I went cold Turkey on social media for a while nice, too, nice. and it's been fucking great. I think especially in an election year, it's every American's duty to get the fuck off of Facebook,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: get off of Instagram, stop fighting with everybody. Um, but I, uh, I am on Instagram, uh, shambles Murph, if you want to follow me. And that's, that's pretty much it. That's all I'd plug. Nice. Nice.
1: See? Yeah. I've been kind of taking a step back. Tonight's my first like comedy show. I said I wasn't going to do Zoom comedy shows, and here I am. But, um, yeah, at Alyssa Truz, and, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at on all the things.
0: Hell oh, yeah, yeah, and you can um, just follow me on Twitter, please. Uh, my handle is Meg Gets Money, so I have oh. a lot of spooky takes. I tweeted about Texas Chainsaw Massacre today, so keeping it fresh <laughs> nice. for you guys. <laughs> well cool thanks a bunch yeah thanks, you yes. this is really yeah. good you did great find us on the places you
3: get podcasts and
1: subscribe
0: visit our website at realchillspodcast.com follow us on instagram at realchillspodcast.com do you know someone who should be on real chills is that person you go to realchillspodcast.com and tell us more Artwork by Libby Rundell. Real, Real Chills Podcast is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Truskowski.
3: This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com podcasts.